We pick up on uh, Daf Yudchet uh, and uh, the Gemara. Uh, right at the top there, we had the Mishnah yesterday uh, in terms of Shvitat Kalim, and that's exactly what we start off uh, with now. Uh, we're just going to deal with the, the side issue in terms of the first Malacha that we dealt with, uh, and that was Lisha. Man Tana Netinat Maim Ledio Zuhi Shriatan. Uh, the first opinion, the, the question that Gamora asks up front uh, is whose opinion is it that says when you add uh, water to ink, uh, that is defined as uh, it, uh, soaking it, i.e. like kneading it together. Uh, and that is obviously a malacha. I'm Rav Yosef, Rebihi. Uh, this is actually Rebi, says Rav Yosef. Detanya, echad noten et ha-kemach v'echad noten et ha-maim ha-achron chayev diver Rebi. Uh, Rebbe says in the case of adding flour to water or water to flour, he says whichever one you put it in uh, last, uh, even though uh, it is a connection the minute you put water into flour, even though you haven't done the squashing it together, uh, which we often refer to as kneading, he said by just adding the two things together, that is uh, a defined as a malacha. Uh, and uh, you know the, the person that puts uh, the, the the last thing is if the flour is there and a person puts in the water or uh, there's water there and a person puts in flour uh, the, the person doing the second action is liable that's Rebbe's view uh, and and therefore we say it must be the same as putting this water into the ink uh, that is defined also therefore as needing just finishing off that uh, that statement uh, Rebbe uh, Yossi argues with Rabbi Yehuda, uh, Rabbi Yehuda Nasi Rabbi, uh, and he says, no, you have to mix it together uh, and, and, and squish it around and smush it, uh, and that is the, the kneading thing. So that's a separate uh, discussion, which we're not going to get into now. The important point for our purposes is that Rabbi is the one that says that you have to uh, knead it, uh, just adding it together is kneading it. So that's the same as adding the water to the ink. Amalai Abai, Abai says, no, not necessarily. Dilma uh, Adkan, uh, maybe only Rabbi Yossi says there, because he only referred to uh, flour because that is something that can be needed. Uh, maybe uh, in terms of, uh, of Rabbi Yossi's opinion, he would say that the minute you add the water to the ink, uh, it is already defined as needed uh, because there is no uh, you know, the, there is no further kneading required. Uh, you know, like with flour and water, you have to squash it together and uh, and do kneading uh, with it to to make sure that they combine fully, uh, as opposed to water and ink, which uh, are you know uh, soluble one within the other, and uh, is, there's immediate uh, connection and therefore defined as kneading. Now, law sakadata Gemara says no, not necessarily. Uh, that either why the Tanya echadon atena to afar echadon atena to maim. Uh, sorry, afer. Uh, the one that adds in, uh, talking about uh, adding in uh, ashes, probably into the chatat water. Uh, the person that adds in the water uh, or, or to the ashes or the ashes uh, that uh, adds into the water. Uh, you know that it doesn't make a difference uh, in terms of that. Akron chayv. The person that does it last, uh, he is chayv. Uh, that's what Rebbe says uh, over here and uh, Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda Omer Ad Shigabel and uh, it's, no you know, Rabbi Yehuda 
Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Huda, uh, says uh, over here that no, only if you actually need them. So really what it means is that uh, even though it's not something that actually really uh, gets uh, needed, you know, oil, uh, um, ashes and water don't really mix uh, together, but still he says they, uh, they have to be needed uh, and, and therefore he would, would hold the same with flour and water. Uh, sorry, with ink and water uh, as well. All right, Vidilma, my afer afar. Maybe we say afer is actually afar. Uh, instead of saying afer, which is dash, ashes, uh, we should say it's afar, which is earth. Uh, and, uh, and 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 earth can obviously be needed. You get uh, uh, you know a nice bit of mud if you put earth and water together. You get like a pasty mud. Devar uh, and that uh, once you need that together is defined as something that can be needed. Vatanya afer, and the you know the the pasuk doesn't say afar earth. It says afer, which is ashes ashes. So therefore you can't say that. Vatanya afar, vatanya afer. Sorry. You know, the, the two brothers, one says Afar and the one says Afer. How could you even possibly combine them? And the Gemara answer to that is Midi, Gabe, Vahadade, uh, Tanya. No, uh, it was really, you know, who said they were taught together? It doesn't mean they were taught together. They may, may very well have been uh, taught at separate times. Uh, and, and really what we're talking about here, uh, Afar and Afer, the guy wasn't being specific. Uh, and really he said Afer, which is ashes, but really he means Afar, uh, which is uh, earth. And therefore, uh, you know, needing earth and water is definitely uh, something the same as needing flour and water, uh, definitely uh, a needing uh, issue over there. Uh, but we maybe don't know about AFER. Uh, we don't know about ashes, and therefore also we don't come to resolution uh, in terms of uh, water into the dye, uh, according to that opinion that says, no, uh, you're not, you know, Rebbe Yossi's opinion, uh, you know, or his, his understanding of it. Rebbe, according to Rebbe's opinion, you probably would be liable. All right, uh, moving on. Tanarabana. Uh, now we're going to quote a brata, uh, which is going to lead us in a bit of a, a different direction. Number one, uh, we're going to see it. It does talk about Shvitzat uh, Kalim, resting your utensils, uh, as we said we, uh, we'd started off with. However, there is no dissenting opinion. Uh, in here, so we would we're gonna try reconcile this. We're gonna go to in a in a in quite a uh, interesting way, but then we're gonna reverse it to what we had in our Mishnah. Okay, so Tana Rabbanan put kin put erev Shabbat im kashecha. What are you allowed to do? You allowed to open a canal. Uh, what we would say, put on the sprinklers uh, before Shabbat, uh, and it says and the water can flow into. The, the garden on Shabbat uh, the whole day, right? Uh, okay, so that's the first thing. You can open up a, a canal and the water can flow into this garden. You can open up the sprinkler and uh, the, the, you could to irrigate your garden. You can stay, you know, the whole day, um, you know, in terms of that. All right. Minikin, Mugmar, Tachata Kalim, Erev Shabbat, Mitkarmim, Volekin, Kolayom, Kolo. Okay, and the next thing is that you're allowed to put incense uh, on, on coals uh, and then you put it underneath your clothes uh, to make them smell nice. You can do
do that, you can put it on, uh, and the whole day it can perfume your clothes. And also what you can do is put sulfur underneath a, a, a silver vessel uh, and, and really what, what, what that was there to do, you know, it's, uh, if, if you'd written something on the silver, uh, it would uh, not be able to, to show up. Uh, today we polish our silver in those days. Uh, it seems they would blacken it uh, a little bit uh, to make sure that you, the, the parts that are meant to be read are able to be read. Okay, so that's what they used to do. Uh, it says so you can put the sulfur underneath these uh, uh, this also erev Shabbat umit gafrin kula Shabbat kula and it can take the whole of Shabbat and you can leave it there the whole time kuliar and you can put uh, uh, what's what's kilor uh, which is type of an uh, an ointment or paste uh, on uh, on your eye uh, it says is palanit uh, and you can put a, this plan in it, which is a type of bandage uh, on, you know, with, uh, on, on a wound. And it can uh, heal you uh, the whole day. It's, it's not defined as uh, uh, breaking Shabbat if you do that, because this was done in Shabbat. Aval, okay, but you can't put uh, wheat. Uh, kernels into a, a mill, okay, a uh, shell mime, a water mill, ella, she, um, and, you know, so, so that they will, you know, that they will get ground up uh, on Shabbat. All right, we'll, um, We'll see the reason uh, for this uh, in, a, in, in a second. Okay, um, you know, that's, uh, we'll, we'll define all of this. Okay, uh, my timer, what is the reason for all of this? And as we saw, uh, you know, Amaraba, uh, we are talking about the last one in terms of the mill. Uh, it says uh, all the other things would be allowed. And what is the reason uh, that you're not allowed to put this water mill? Uh, you know, to, to start off before Shabbat. Amalai uh, Rav Yosef, uh, Rav Yosef says about Dilma Vilema Mar Mishum Shvizat Kalim. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, Amar Rava, sorry, Rava says about that. Minai She Mishamat Kul. There is a loud noise uh, when you do it, and, uh, and, and, and therefore that is not allowed. Uh, Rashi brings um, Rashi brings over there because you can hear the noise uh, it, it creates a you know it, it, it's a la, you know, it, it, the thing becomes known but Shabbat uh, sorry uh, the, you know ziluta uh, that is the uh, like a zilzul of Shabbat if you uh, if you have that all right so we see that Akshava uh, milta is something you know with loud uh, machines on Shabbat there's got a lot of um, application uh, in terms of uh, uh, leaving stuff uh, machinery on on Shabbat and uh, and uh, for example washing machines uh, on Shabbat and uh, and things like that uh, apart from the fact that uh, you know it could be a marit iron issue uh, it also uh, violates this issue of having noisy machines in your house uh, 
uh, on Shabbat, all right, if the, if the washing machine is going all the way into uh, the 18 minutes, etc. Okay, uh, washing machine, dishwashers, etc. Uh, and, and, and that's it. Okay, uh, all right, so uh, that, is, uh, uh, that, that is that. Uh, and we see that, uh, you know, and uh, now, Amalei Rav Yosef, for those words, and Rav Yosef says, listen, what about the, the, the understanding that we had, uh, which we, when we did the Mishnah yesterday, uh, we said that, uh, what about the fact that your, your utensils are now working? Uh, everything I said to you, uh, you have to listen to, okay, you have to guard. Uh, pasuk in uh, Mishpatim, uh, you know, and, and it says everything you have to add l'rabot shvitat kalim, and this says uh, that you have to uh, rest these things on Shabbat. Okay, uh, so there's a question against uh, this uh, the water mill, uh, but we're going to see Ella am Rav Yosef mishum shvitat kalim, and therefore uh, you know Rav Yosef said the reason for this water mill on Shabbat why you're not allowed to do it because uh, your kalim are working. All right, so now we've got a problem. Uh, it says, once we're talking about this, the, the, the understanding is he doesn't qualify this and say there's only Beit Shammai. So we assume that, uh, that this is actually also uh, Beit Hillel. Okay, and, and therefore we're left with a problem. Uh, it says, Itlu Shvitat Kalim, assume that uh, Beit Hilal says that Shvitat Kalim is Dorata. Okay, uh, you know, now we've got, a, n- number one, we've got a problem uh, with Beit Hilal because it contradicts what we said in our Mishnah. But before that, even we're going to get to the following issue. What is that? Uh, that, uh, you, know, n- you know, there were a whole lot of things that were allowed uh, in, the, in the, we quoted a Brata. They gave a whole lot. They gave four things that weren't allowed, or, or sorry, the four things that were allowed to do. All right. In terms of, we we said uh, you can open this uh, canal, uh, and uh, you you know you can put incense, you can put sulphur, and then you can put different types of ointment. Uh, you know, ointment or plaster uh, on 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 a wound. Okay, so the, all those things, there was no dispute in that brighter, and it would seem that uh, you are allowed to do it according to everyone. So now we've just got to resolve those things. Uh, even the, assuming that Beit Hillel holds that Shvitat Kalim is Dorata, Gafrit Mugmar, Maitama Sharu, why does he hold in terms of the sulfur and incense uh, that you would be allowed to do it, uh, use it? Surely that is Shvitat Kalim as well. Mishum, the Loka Avid Maase. No, uh, there's no action uh, involved on that. Uh, there's no, you know, action performed by, by this, you know, type of machine uh, in, in terms of, uh, of that. Okay. Unin uh, Shalpishtan, you know, even though this wasn't quoted before in the Brata, uh, these bundles of flax, uh, why would that be allowed? Uh, you know, on, uh, you know, surely that's also Shvitat Kalim, there your utensil has to rest on Shabbat. No, Mishum, the law, Aved Masa, no, you're not doing any uh, work over here. Uh, you know, you're not doing, sorry, you're not doing any action uh, over here. There's no action. You just put it in and you leave it. Uh, and you just leave them lying in the, uh, uh, you know, you just sit there quietly by itself and you're not doing any action. Also, the other things that we had mentioned in our Mishnah, uh, putting out these uh, um, traps uh, that, you know, Erev Shabbat, the Ka'a Aved Maaseh, you know, that, uh, you know, the, surely they are, uh, you know, actually doing the capturing uh, as well. My time, Asharu, why would that be allowed? Hatam Nami, 
Belechi v'korkai v'lo k'avid ma'ase. It's kind of a, a, a fish hook that was there and a net uh, that you know automatically just captures it doesn't you know it's not something that actually snaps shut uh, other you know like a mouse trap or you know other type of animal traps that like uh, gets triggered and snaps shut no it's just like a net that that stays there and is you know almost like a passive uh, capturer of things this this hook as well would also be like a passive capture of things all right uh, but now, uh, so we understand this, uh, you know, in, in terms of, uh, you know, w- all these things aren't performing in action, so that's why they'd be allowed. However, we do have the underlying problem is this contradicts uh, exactly what our Mishnah had said, that Beit Sh- Hillel seemed to allow uh, all of these uh, uh, things, uh, and, uh, and, and therefore, you know, we've kind of resolved uh, most of them, you know, but we haven't resolved all of them. Um, <coughs> Uh, and we see Rashi the Amar but now Rav is is going to save us because he says Amar Rav Asha, Amar in the name of Rav Asi, he says no man tama shvitat kalim dorata. Who is the one that says it's the a dorata uh, principle that you have to your kalim have to raise? Beit Shama he velo beit It actually is going like Beit Shama, which makes us feel a lot easier because now we can reconcile exactly what we'd said before that Beit Shama is the one that doesn't uh, agree. Which with that kalim, uh, he says you, 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 your kalim have to rest. Uh, he doesn't allow the heter uh, of uh, of it, them to work. Now uh, the question does spin around though. So it says whether it's doing an action uh, or not doing an action, uh, it is uh, it is it is forbidden. Okay. Shari. And according to Beit Hillel, even though it's doing an action, it is allowed. Okay. Uh, so you know that's uh, that that's the view uh, over here. Now the issue is though. Uh, but even uh, according to Beit Shammai, uh, even if it's not doing an action, uh, and it is still forbidden, uh, if that's the case, and we said it's Asur, uh, it's forbidden, what is Beit Shammai allowing you to perfume clothes or to uh, almost stain uh, the silver on Erev Shabbat? Uh, and, you know, on Shabbat, surely, you know, it's, it's, uh, it is... Uh, your utensils doing an action. You you know your your utensils are working even though, as we said, uh, there's no actual physical action. Hatam manakaara. Actually, there there's no utensil involved. Uh, it's on the ground uh, and um, it is just uh, you know it's, it's making the thing smell. It's on the ground. There's no uh, utensil involved. Gafrit vanakadara shapir. You know, and in terms of a. Uh, uh, um, gigit, sorry, uh, not gafrit. Uh, you know, gigit, a, a pot uh, in which you cooking food, uh, or barrel uh, in which you cooking food. Vener uh, and uh, and a ner, uh, you know, and um, uh, sorry, uh, this barrel in which these things are put into to uh, ferment beer, and also a ner and a lamp and a kadaira and a pot. That is obviously a pot. Ushpud and a spit. Ma'atama sharibay chama. How come these things? Uh, are allowed. 
uh, even though uh, you know the things carry on on Shabbat, uh, you know, for example, the the beer brews and uh, and, and and the pot uh, things in the pot cook. How come you're allowed to do that? Uh, you know, my time is Shabbat Shama. Why is it no the mafkelu afkure? Uh, you know, he must say in the, in those instances that you have made it hefker, uh, you've made them uh, ownerless over there, and uh, it's a bit of a stretch in terms of why someone would do such a thing. Uh, any case, but uh, uh, you know, they, it's as if they don't belong to the person anymore. Uh, how how you could do this on Shabbat, etc. There, there's some discussion. We're not going to go into that uh, now. All right, uh, but now we're going to get a kasha on both. Uh, opinions. Tanu, ma tana, laha is the tana rabbanan. But who's the tana that teaches the following? Lo, temalei yishakadera ashishiot v'turmesin v'tiniach l'tochatanur erev shabbatim kashaycha. What about this following brata? Says a woman can't put a, uh, a fill up a pot with uh, this wheat uh, and uh, and a type of bean, okay, uh, on erev Shabbat and leave it uh, to cook uh, just before Shabbat. Erev Shabbat im right close to Shabbat. Bim uh, uh, if she did do such a thing, uh, if she did, you're not allowed to use it on Shabbat, and you have to wait until after uh, Shabbat. The rabbis penalized you uh, for, for disobeying what they told you to do, and therefore, you're not going to save any time. Uh, you know, they're going to only penalize you. Let's say it takes an hour to cook up, and Shabbat finishes at uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, you're going to have to wait to 8 o'clock on a Motzei Shabbat to eat it uh, anyway. So you're not even saving any time uh, for your uh, this, this, uh, disobeying the rabbis and doing this stuff on Shabbat, which I told you not to do. Okay, uh, and similarly, uh, Again, the same thing. A, a baker can't fill a barrel of water and put it in the oven, uh, uh, you know, in uh, you know, or, or near a source of heat, uh, you know, in, uh, close to nightfall uh, to boil the water. And if you did so, the only time you can get benefit is again uh, the amount of time it will take you uh, after Shabbat to uh, to to heat up that water. All right, you can't even save any time there. Lama Shamahi Surely uh, this is uh, a straight application of Beit Shammai uh, and not like Beit because surely he says uh, this is Shvitat Kalim and you you know he forbids it. But Beit should allow this. Uh, but we see that it's anonymous type of thing, which means that even Beit would agree. So it says a filu time Beit No, you could even say this opinion goes like Beit Right, so we see that Shvetat uh, Kalim is all well and good according to Beit However, he makes a Gezeira. We'll discuss this a lot more in the third chapter. Uh, the third chapter is um, deals a lot with Bishal, but here we just mention it uh, as uh, as an important point: uh, is that Shvetat uh, Kalim is is uh, is knocked over by Bittel. Uh, you're not a, by by Bishel, sorry. In terms of that, you you uh, cooking is one of the things that you're not allowed to do. Uh, you know, and, on on Shabbat, and and even though uh, it is, uh, um, you know, uh, it, you know, because why? It says you're going to stoke the coals and accelerate uh, the cooking.
cooking process. So therefore the rabbis uh, made a special gazera about this, even though in general uh, Beit Hillel allows you to use you know, your, your vessels on Shabbat uh, if, if work is done uh, with them, it's fine. Uh, with cooking, they were especially strict and they said you're going to uh, stoke the coals. All right, so then now the Gemara says, Yehachi, if that is the case, nami why didn't they make a decree on uh, this incense and the sulfur uh, that you put between either under your clothes uh, in the, you know, and, uh, or the silver, underneath the silver vessels, respectively. Okay, hatam lo mechate lehu. No, there, there's no problem, and you can uh, do this on Erev Shabbat. Why? Because you, we're not worried uh, that you're going to stove the coals. E mechate salik behu kutra. Uh, what's going to happen if you stoke the coals uh, there's going to be a whole lot of smoke uh, and that's not good uh, for either the clothing or the uh, the silver utensils uh, if a lot of smoke goes on it okay uh, in terms of the bundles of flax uh, why do they say you could just leave these bundles of flax in the oven surely they're worried again that you'll stoke the coals hatam kevan uh, if you do, uh, it would stoke the coals in, in terms of this, that kind of oven. And again, uh, it would be bad uh, for it, and, uh, and, you know, and, and, and that's it. It would, uh, uh, it's, you know, that's uh, uh, because the wind uh, is bad. The kashala zika, the wind is, is harsh for it. You're not going to stoke the coals. It's going to cause, uh, you know, wind, and that's going to damage this flax. And now the next part, you know, what about a uh, the, the 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 kettle of uh, of the dyer? Okay, it says Nekoshema Megisbat. Well, maybe he would uh, stir that and stir the coals under that. Uh, you know, and what do we say? No, Bakura Vetucha. Uh, it must be that you've already taken the pot uh, from underneath the fire already uh, and you, it's been sealed. So there's no uh, worry that you're going to... If it was on uh, the, the, the fire still, then yes, we would be worried about you uh, um, stirring the pot. Okay, or stirring the coal, sorry. Okay, uh, and now, Vahashta Damamar, and now that Mara says, now we're going back into cooking. Gezeira Shemi Bechalim Chayata. Uh, if, it, if it is that you know you're going to stoke the coals, uh, what about uh, this raw meat? Uh, okay, uh, it says it's it's chayata. You know, it's still like alive. Shari la nucha erev Shabbat im chashecha betunera. It says you are allowed to put uh, something that's raw inside the oven on uh, on on Shabbat, uh, and we're not worried uh, that you're going to stoke the coals. My timer. What is the reason uh, for that? Kavan de lo chazi rota asuche meisach dataimine because uh, the uh, the the, the, the cooking process uh, is not going to be quick enough. So if you throw it in uh, with five minutes to go uh, before Shabbat, something raw, uh, it's not going to have cooked enough. All you have to do is, you know, uh, go to shul uh, and uh, you know and come home uh, in in that in that uh, you know hour. Let's say that you do such a thing, assuming they don't uh, mess around. You know, that the, the within an hour uh, you'll come back. Even with the drosha, uh, you could uh, make it back in an hour. It's not going to have uh, cooked. 
uh, fully, okay, and, and not even going to be ready for it. So therefore, once you've done that, your mind has, uh, has you really put it out your mind, as it were. And therefore, uh, you've, you've, it's been separated from your mind, and uh, you, you therefore won't come to stoke the coals. Vashil spid dummy, and and uh, you know, in terms of. Uh, 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 sorry, and something that is fully cooked, shabidami. Also, you'd be allowed to put it in uh, bishul. Uh, you'd be allowed to put it in. Why? What's the reason uh, for that? Uh, because uh, you, you know it's already fully cooked. You're not going to stir the coals. All that's going to do is then make it uh, more, uh, more overcooked, uh, and you can't do that. Uh, and yeah, so that's it. And now what we have here is bishul v'lo bishul. What happens if it's partially cooked? Asira, there, that you're not allowed to put on the thing, uh, on the on the thing, because you're worried on the stove, in the stove, because you're worried that you are going to get it ready. You're going to say, oh, you're going to forget that it is Shabbat, and you're going to stir the coals uh, to try cook it in time for supper. Okay, However, if you throw this garma uh, this this raw bone inside, also it's something that uh, is is going to make it not able to be eaten uh, properly on Shabbat, and therefore uh, you'd be allowed to uh, put this partially cooked food in the oven on erev Shabbat. All right, uh, just a, a sneak preview of what uh, the third chapter holds. All right, carrying on. And that what Mara says, call midi the kasha laizika, anything that the wind uh, harms it, law megalu lay. It says that you know what you're not allowed to. You you want to seal something up, uh, and you would not. You wouldn't be. Uh, you won't expose it. Law ha bisra the gadja vasarik. So then, in terms of a, a young kid, okay, and an oven uh, that is sealed with uh, with uh, with clay, uh, because you know it's something that cooks quickly and it's sealed. Shapi uh, dummy. Uh, then we're not going to say it will get cooked uh, in time and you're not going to stir the coals and you don't want to destroy it okay uh, by overcooking it so therefore if it's the oven is sealed uh, you there's no way you would break open the seal plus the thing will cook anyway so uh, that is something that you've got no uh, problem with that however the opposite varcha uh, the law sarik what happens if it's a varcha which is a kind of uh, ram, okay, a much bigger animal needs a lot more intensive cooking, uh, and uh, and, uh, and and the oven is not sealed. Uh, asur, that is uh, when you've got both things against it. So number one, you'd want it to cook because it's a t- you know it's a long uh, cooking process. Plus, uh, the oven isn't sealed, so there's no reminder for you uh, to, to, to not say, oh my gosh, the, the the I'm not allowed to stir the coals. No, there's every possibility that you would stir the coals there that is asur uh, you wouldn't be allowed to do it all right so now we have the middle case uh, what happens if it's uh, kid meat uh, but not the oven is not sealed and also ram meat but the oven is sealed uh, you know so now we have a makhlokit rav ashi sari rav ashi says it is shari he says it's fine rav yirmiya midifti asir uh, Rav Yirmiya Difti says it is Asur. Rav Ashi the Shari. Rav Ashi says Shari the Tanya. Ain Sulin Basar Batsal Ubeitsa Ella Kaday Shiitzolu Mibojom. He says uh, you're not allowed to, to to roast a meat, an onion, or an egg unless there's time uh, to roast it properly before day. Uh, before you know, before while, while it is still day, you have to have enough time while it is still erev Shabbat uh, to do it. Atam Varcha Velo Sharik. 
uh, that is talking about, uh, you know, surely even, you know, the, the meat is not properly cooked. It says, no, uh, that is talking about a meat of a ram uh, and, uh, and, and not sealed with clay. Although that's only... Um, uh, that, that's you know only that uh, that that's the meat uh, that that he's talking about to the meat of a ram and uh, where it's not sealed. Okay, that was the the case where we said uh, according to everyone it is also all right. Uh, carrying on, Ikad um, Amre. Uh, there's another version uh, of this. The Gadja Ben Sarik Ben Lo Sarik Shapir Dami. It says with a young kid which cooks quickly. Uh, it says whether the oven is sealed or not. Uh, you can do it because you know it's it, it, as we said quick cooking. Vavarcha Nami Vasarik Shapir Dami. Also, uh, even though it's a big uh, ram, uh, if the uh, oven is sealed, you are allowed to do it. Keep thinking, when is the argument about Varcha the law Sarik? Uh, the ram uh, when the water is not um when the oven is not sealed. Uh the Rav Ashi Shari Rav Ashi says that it is fine. Rav Yirmiya Bedifti Asir Rav Yirmi Ashi says fine. Rav Yirmi says it is no good. Uh, Rav Ashi the Shari uh, Rav Ashi says it's fine. Why Vatanya Ainsulin Batsar Batsar Baitza Erekadei Shutom Ojom Surely now the things are kasher against him. Uh, surely it says uh, meat and onion and egg. Uh, there has to be time for roast. Uh, before days, so uh, before while it is still day. Sorry, Hatem Bisra Agumray. Right, he says there. Uh, what are we talking about here? It's meat uh, directly on the coals. Uh, and in that case, you know, the, he's we worried that uh, he'll he'll come and he'll and essentially stir the coals as a result of that. Amaravina hi kra. Uh, uh, but what about a kara, uh, which is chaya, this uh, this this raw uh, gourd like a pumpkin? Shapidami, kevan de kashele zika. You can put it on an erev Shabbat because the wind is uh, would 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 damage it. Bisra de gadia damu. It is like the uh, uh, the meat of a kid. All right, that's uh, that's that's what we say in terms of that. All right, uh, the next. Uh, part, um, you know, of uh, uh, of the brata, I mean, of uh, of our Mishnah, said Rim Ain Mochrin. Okay, you're not allowed to sell stuff to a non-Jew. Uh, this a whole discussion as to why this would be uh, so close to Shabbos, because one, he looks like he's, he's yeah, he could be your shaliach. It's Amir Akum uh, telling a Jew, a non-Jew, to do things for you on Shabbat, which is not so clear that uh, that you should be able to do it. You know, it 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 uh, uh, we'll discuss it. Uh, more, but not now. Uh, you know it, all of these things. Uh, you're not allowed to. Uh, it looks a bit like married iron that you're working still on Shabbat, etc. Okay, but Shamar Me'ain Mochrin, you're not allowed to. Uh, you know, sell uh, something to this non-Jew. Uh, you know, and if he's got time uh, to to get uh, to, to to get home. Okay, well, here it says Tanur Banan. So we learn a brat about this. But Shamar Me'ain Lo Yimachar Adam. You're not allowed to sell an object to a non-Jew. You're not allowed to, to, to rent him something or to uh, lend it to him, uh, etc. Uh, it says, You're not allowed to give it even, even as a gift. Okay. He says, uh, says, You have to go, you have to be uh, uh, all the way to his house. 
כדאי שיגיע לבית הסמוך לחומה. בית הלל says seemingly quite a similar opinion. No, he doesn't have to get all the way to his house. He has to get to the house at the very beginning of his city. And he can just deposit it there inside that house. All right, so that's it's not a real substantive difference between the two of them. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva seems to be a third view. We'll reconcile that in a second. All the non-Jew has to have to do is to be able to just get out of the house of the Jew, just out of the front door, and that's enough. Amar Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda qualifies this. He says, Hain Hain, Divrei Rabbi Akiva. That really what Rabbi Akiva is saying, Hain Hain, Divrei Beit Hillel. That is essentially what he's trying to get across, is Beit Hillel's view. Velo, by Rabbi Akiva, Elera Farish, the Beit Hillel. All he wants to do is get across the correct understanding of Beit Hillel's uh, view. And it's not, you know, there, there is quite a big difference uh, in terms of Beit Shammah. He has to get all the way to his house in the other town. And Beit Hillel says, no, all he has to do is get out of uh, the front door. That's according to the understanding of Rabbi Akiva explaining uh, Beit Hillel. All right, all right we'll, we'll leave it uh, over there and pick up tomorrow with uh, more discussions uh, along these lines. Everyone should have a great day.